the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once. Yes, destiny has her hand on my back, and she's pushing face to face with the legendary terror. What are the odds? We've got to upgrade the apparatus! We've got to get cool new superhero stuff to battle this all-encompassing evil! We must choose battle cries. You know, the cries we always emit just before leaping into battle? Oh, you mean like, not in the face, not in the face! Hmm, lacks force, chum. No, more like, like, uh... Spoon! Hello and welcome to Unfunny Nerd Tangent 43, The Tick. He sits like some sort of pagan god or deposed tyrant, hosting the podcast he's sworn to to host, and it's evident that he's talking about himself in the third person. He is, I am, a 316-pound nigh-invulnerable St. Louis Blue Tower of Righteousness known simply as The Tim. Meanwhile, an unassuming dad throws another shrimp on the Barbie until trouble strikes Australia. Without hesitation, his son launches him from a giant didgeridoo. He flies through the air to the scene of the crime and then turns around and flies home. He's the human boomerang, Greg. Hello, I'm here. Elsewhere, he whispers to his favorite gun that he will not rest until he has taken blood-soaked revenge on anyone who mentions Super Bowl Forty-Nine. We're coming to you from his place in Phoenix, a talking boat called the Semi-Autonomous Aqua Strike Module, or as you may know her, Sam. It's an interesting relationship. He's half man, half machine, all super Jew, Jared Rabinovitz. Those intros were just slightly better than the show. <laughs> right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Neat. Oh, yeah. Well, before we get into the new The Tick Amazon series... I want to talk about reading Wizard Magazine all the way back in 1993 when Image Comics was hot. Did any of you guys read Wizard? Uh, not religiously, no. It was. <laughs> I, would, I would see it here and there. It was it's just a magazine could... by yeah. comic nerds for comic nerds. And I, oh, go ahead. I remember. I remember them because they made the biggest deal about the Superman switch over. Remember when he changed powers and stuff, and he was like blue, uh, blue lightning. Superman guy. Yeah. I, I remember Wizard were kind of like, look at this. That was kind of like the big, that's what I remember Wizard mostly for. Yeah, but but also, like at the time, they were, yeah, they were always talking about the Image Comics stuff like Spawn and the Max and, I don't know, Shadowhawk. Uh, but if you ever picked up an issue of Wizard, there was always little references to this weird, uh, quirky indie comic called The Tick. And uh, it was, you know, it was, they had some reverence for it back then and it was really obvious that, uh, that they thought it was something special. Um, and then sure enough, uh, a year later, uh, it, it became a cartoon on Fox Kids. And that was in, uh, let's see, 1994. And to put that in context, in uh, 1992, we had um, Batman the Animated Series and the X-Men cartoon. And then in 93, we got Animaniacs and, and Fox Kids was just rolling. And then by 94, that, uh, that Tick cartoon came along. And uh, did you watch that when it was on, Greg? Uh, not really. No, full full disclosure. I'm not. I don't have a lot to do with the tick. 
like I've sort of know who he is and and I have seen I think I've maybe seen like one or two of the old animated show and like maybe again one or two of the um the live action one with um uh Putty from Seinfeld you know him the, yeah. whatever his name is uh Patrick uh, Warburton but, yeah but I'm not like of all the comic book things like the tick is probably I probably I like don't know much about it at all <laughs> like for once for once I don't have like a swag of comic book knowledge oh man <laughs> yeah um, I know right <laughs> how, how about you Jerry did you watch the cartoon at all nope wow oh, you guys are killing me not a big fan <laughs> of the tick that like, like Greg I know I know that putty was the tick for a while on Fox yeah 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 That's and about like it. Batman well like turned up on lost and the dark knight and shit like that and I'm like hey that's that dude oh yeah that dude, that dude. <laughs> The eyeliner guy, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he always, I think he, he just has that. His eyes are just that way. He doesn't even yeah. wear eyeliner. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> he was, I remember him from Suddenly Susan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, him, yeah, that's with, right. With Brooke Shields. Uh, but, but you guys, you guys missed out on some fantastic 90s comic book. The Tick, uh, both the comic book and the Fox Kids cartoon series were were among the pieces of pop culture that for me were just instrumental in shaping my sense of humor. And it's it's one of those things like Animaniacs where you can consume this as a kid and some of the stuff just goes completely over your head. And then, you know, many years later you come upon what it's referencing and it's like, oh yeah. And so you've almost like like pre-contextualized your own life based on this cartoon that you watched. And uh, and it's it's absolutely fantastic, and I and I highly recommend it to anybody. Um, and, and and Jared is just giving me a death stare right now. <laughs> I'd like to also just point out that like in 1994, I was 15, so I was far too mature to be watching cartoons and reading comic books and that kind of thing. Yeah, I was I was in the seventh grade when it, when it launched. And it was I, think I, it, I was eight. Yeah. So, so, it was, so you you don't have an excuse, Jared. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, says the guy who's still reading comic books and watching cartoons. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but no, you reach you reach an age where you feel like you're too old or too cool for that stuff. And I and I never felt that way about the Tick, though. It was it was always like this is like this is a level of humor that was just that was just geared towards me. And to this day, even though even though I enjoyed this Amazon series very much, the the cartoon Tick kind of holds up as the as the canonical Tick that all other Ticks have to be judged against. I will say as far as like sort of wacky oddball cartoon things around that time, like I was all about Freakazoid, which was like, I don't know. I fucking love that show. And um, like Earthworm Jim kind of comes to mind as well. Like those two shows were kind of my, like they're like the wacky, like what the fuck is this show? Like as far as cartoons went. Yeah. Those, those were both a year or two later. And and I know like, Earthworm Jim was a very similar kind of character to the Tick in that he was he was sort of a, a send up of all of these existing tropes, you know. Mm. For, for Earthworm Jim, it was more like sci fi and video games, but for uh, for the Tick, it was almost all superheroes. And the most literal character names ever, right? Like Pro- Professor Monkey for a head. I'm like, all right, <laughs> we're going with it. <laughs> oh, that that was that was Earthworm Jim, right? It was like. Queen yeah. festering, pulsating mutant alien slug for a butt or something like that. Her yeah, name is much longer prin- than the princess slug for a butt. Yeah, yeah. Um, Professor Monkey for a head. Um, Evil the cat. Evil that the was, cat. Yeah, <laughs> and then like Freakazoid had just like the lobe and things like that. <laughs> just like David Warner as a big brain. It's almost like yeah, that works. 
but yeah I, I did kind of miss the tick I don't know for whatever reason it just yeah passed me by yeah yeah if you if you were into any of those other shows the, the tick is up your alley and I think I think a lot of those episodes would hold up I, I don't know if they're streaming any place um, this this weird thing happened where the rights transferred from Fox to Disney and yeah. um, in <laughs> a lot the, of happening lately <laughs> yeah in the interim, like they lost the rights to use certain characters, so there's some episodes that are just omitted entirely from the DVD releases. Oh wow, that's weird. Yeah, because they couldn't they couldn't square it with the comics or something like that, and then that like in turn uh, forced them to make up all new characters when they did that new um, Tick series with uh, with Putty in the early 2000s. But. Um, just a little bit of background. Uh, you you may not have heard of this guy, Ben Edlund. He's the creator of The Tick. He was a dude who, he, he created The Tick when he was in high school. Um, and then um, he would hang out at this place called New England Comics that hit him up to make a comic book series because they, they needed something at the last minute. Um, he, like as a, as a college student, wrote all of the original Tick comics and they're fantastic. Um, and then from from there, he you know he became an executive producer of the Tick Cartoon Show, uh, but also went on to be an executive producer on Firefly, Angel, Supernatural, Gotham, and the short-lived Marvel series Powers on PlayStation. Um, on top of that, he he co-wrote the movie Titan AE, which is kind of a nerd cult classic. Um, he did an episode of Star Wars: The Clone Wars and several Venture Brothers episode, um, as well as creating. Um, a lot of the characters for Joss Whedon's Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. So he's got wow. a pretty good roster. Yeah, he's got a, I'll just look at, he's got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Angel. Yeah. Supernatural. Yeah. So like definitely got to pay attention to it because he's, like, he's, he's worked on so much good stuff as, as both a writer and a producer. Well, I saw, I saw David Fury's name a couple of times watching uh this new tick show and like he's sort of a similar guy he's sort of done a lot of writing for joss whedon and various other kind of nerdy fantasy shows so yeah looks like it's kind of a bit of a melting pot for those kind of writers and stuff oh and this new show also had barry sonnenfeld right who uh he's i mean he's been a long time producer director um yeah but, the, but he did he, he did Men in Black. I think that's kind of his most famous. Yeah, it had a very, it did have a bit of a Men in Black feel to it, the yeah. whole show. I thought. He also did uh, the directed the Adams Family movie in '93, and uh, was a producer on Wild Wild West. That one you may we want could, to have scrubbed from your IMDb. Yeah, we could we could mm, we could forgive him for that one. We need that big metal spider. Right. I think I think we know from Kevin Smith that the uh, big yeah. metal spider was not Barry Sonnenfeld's idea. <laughs> that was, who who was that fucking guy? John Peters. John Peters. Yep. Hero. I don't want to see him fly. I don't want to. I don't want him in the suit. Whatever it is. <laughs> what did he say? It's it's too faggy. That was his. That was oh, his thing. Man. It's it's too faggy. It's like oh that's. Yeah. yeah say that guy, now. If yeah. If, <laughs> If you guys don't know what we're talking about, if you go back and watch the original evening with Kevin Smith where he, he tells the whole story about Superman Lives trying yeah. to write a script for that monstrosity. <laughs> um, but but yeah, you couldn't have a more stereotypical Hollywood douchebag villain. Um, yeah, but, but anyway, um, so the, 2000, the what, 2002 Tick series rolled around 
back when Fox was doing some kind of interesting experimental stuff, but they weren't very committed to it. Like they did Firefly and canceled it after 13 episodes, um, which, you know, I think today is revered as maybe being one of the greatest things ever on television. We should probably do a show on that at some point. Oh, we probably should. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't done one yet. Yeah, we might put that. Yeah, we might um, put that to the people. Shit. Yeah, for I mean, for all of my my mentions of Veronica Mars and other great TV shows like Firefly, whoa, it's never it's, watched it. You never seen? You never watched Firefly? Nope. You don't have like a copy of it sitting on your shelf over there somewhere? I don't believe so. Wow. <laughs> Unless Sam had it, I don't. Oh well, yeah, you're... Alan Alan Tudyk was in the Tick as well, so now we got there's a connection there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he was he was Danger Boat in the new it's Danger Boat. Yeah, I love Danger. But before we get into the new Tick, also uh, I, I think it bears talking about. Actually, it was it was 2001, not 2002, that the uh, the Patrick Warburton Tick aired on Fox. Did you guys watch that at all when it came out? I remember that I watched an episode or two of it, but I don't remember a damn thing about it. I saw, like I said before, I saw maybe one or two. Um, I knew who the tick was when the show came out. And when I saw it was um, Warburton, I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Like, you know, even from the little I had seen of the animated show, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's the tick. It's like when he turns up in the Get Smart movie they did with Steve Carell where he turns up as Jaime. It's like, of course he's Jaime. Like, that is just... Of course you get Patrick Warburton to be Jaime from Get Smart and you get him to be the tick as well. So even with my limited knowledge, I knew he would he would be the sort of spot-on fan casting for... You know, it, it's a Patrick Stewart Professor X moment. You just sort of go, yeah, that's that works except except the thing is that he he wasn't he was fucking terrible as as the tick and he was completely mischaracterized i thought oh really like yeah the whole show well it was so it was executive produced by larry charles who was basically trying to take this superhero story that that you know to me was all about like just you know ridiculous stunts and like a you know an invulnerable dude getting beat up a lot stuff like that and uh and just make it like like Seinfeld or Friends where it's just a bunch of people sitting around in a coffee shop talking about their neuroses. And it really, I, I don't think it worked and I don't think it landed and I don't think, and it's probably not all Warburton's fault that it was the way it was, but they made him, you know, they made him more of this world weary, they made the tick more like Patrick Warburton instead of making Patrick Warburton act like the tick. Uh, see, maybe that's why I thought he was, it kind of worked because yeah, I saw him and I'm like, yeah, that works. But if it's, they've sort of, I'm, I'm coming at it from a more of a Warburton um, point of view, I suppose. Maybe that's why, but again, I had, I've hardly seen much of it. (laughs) And in the, even in the, in the very first episode, he says the word bitch, like he calls coffee his bitch or something like that. And it, it really like, it's just something the tick would never say. You know, knowing knowing him as this kind of naive, childlike guy, who who kind of has a sense of fairness and justice, like it's not, it, it's it, it's so out of character for him that that I think later on in interviews, Ben Edlin spoke up and is like, yeah, that's that's not the tick. That's the, mm-hmm. I wasn't happy with that choice. Uh, I think right. it's safe to say that yeah. Can we just say like this podcast has come about because Jared and I went okay, Tim. You can have yeah. your tick show. Because <laughs> Tim's been trying to do this for two years. 
yeah, this is not this is not us sitting around going, let's all do the tick because we're all massive tick fans. It's just like, um, okay, Tim, you were kind of right on the Lego Batman thing. All right, <laughs> I, I submit <laughs> to that. You that was one of the most amazing movies I've ever seen recently. So, all right then, let's watch the tick. And, you cancel and, out the goodwill you're in there. Yeah, so, Here we are. So drag you guys <laughs> kicking and screaming to the tick. So I take it when, when Amazon announced that they were doing a tick series, you guys maybe did not have the same level of excitement as I did. I believe you're the one who told me they were doing the tick. And I went, yep. oh, all right. And that yeah. probably actually came across with more excitement than I actually had to the actual reaction. <laughs> it's probably about the same i probably wasn't as uh apathetic as jared but i just sort of went oh, oh okay they're doing tick again all right because yeah. have you guys ever even watched an amazon show yeah like i, I feel like, like i know there's some man in ones... the high castle is awesome oh yeah i love that show I waiting for season I, three i don't know what would because sometimes they change around down here like depending on who buys them so I may have seen Amazon shows that weren't shown on Amazon here. Like, I don't, but I don't really, I couldn't think of one off the top of my head. Yeah, with it, what are they, the, the bigger ones that they've done are like Transparent, uh, Mozart in the Jungle, Man in the High Castle. Um, more recently, they have like Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams. Yeah. They, oh, okay. They've been well, doing, it, uh, they took the guys from Top Gear, gave them a show, called it The Grand Tour. Oh, okay, yeah. I see, yeah. Well, of all those shows, I can say no, <laughs> and neither have I. Um, because and, and I, I've had you know Amazon Prime streaming much longer than I've had access to Netflix, um, and and yeah, still haven't gotten into anything on that network. I'm telling you right now, Man in the High Castle is worth a watch, especially given the current political climate. Yeah, it is yeah. worth the watch now. That's that's also based on a Philip K. Dick story, right? Um. Sure. I believe so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go with it's, that. Philip K. Dick thought of everything. We can we can just assume that. Uh, um, yeah, but when when they announced this tick show, the, there were this this whole faction of people who I, I want to just label as like shitty millennials on the internet who were like, oh, "Fuck this new tick," because you know Patrick Warburton is my tick and he's the tick forever. Like there's mm. you could you could never have a tick without Patrick Warburton. I, I, actually, I'm sorry, aren't you the same guy who's been going? That's not my Punisher, Thomas James, my Punisher. Yeah, well, I I I've, <laughs> I gave I gave Shane a chance. Yeah. All right, and he sucked. Oh, okay. All right, it wasn't oh. like yeah. I, I believe before the show even premiered, you went no no Thomas James, my Punisher, Thomas James, my Punisher. No, this this is this was after the fact. I was I was like no no it wasn't. Yeah, it was no. Yoshi will fight you, Tim. <laughs> I would. He's, he's going to have to get in line behind Jack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we, we should shit on Superman now and just make it a... Make it, oh, <laughs> burn no. all the bridges with Jack and just be like, fuck Superman. Just, yeah. <laughs> I, still, I still like Superman. And, and I do. I like Superman. I'm, I'm excited that Justice League is coming out on Blu-ray this we, week. He's no Batman, and, and as we discussed in our Dark Knight Returns episode, I liked watching Superman get, like, the fuck punched out of him. But, yeah, Superman's all right. Yeah. But, but anyway, yeah, P Peter Serafinowicz as the Tick, though, is 
to, to me, just absolutely fantastic. What I feel like he's doing is basically just being Adam West, like just doing a fantastic Adam West yes. impression. I and have that is, in my notes. <laughs> it is perfect. It is perfect for this character. I had that in my notes. I've got here. He's. It's actually the first note I have. <laughs> he's. He's totally Adam West, and then also after I put and Peterman from Seinfeld. You know the. the and oh the, yeah, oh yeah. He's a bit like that too, where it's like, oh dear, like it's, look out for destiny and all this kind of shit. Like, yeah, cool. Yeah, Peterman has that but, same that same yeah. element of of monologuing yeah. that has always yeah. been central to the Tick character. I when he's Jay Peterman catalogs. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. This, the third person. Yeah, a musky Whoa. aroma of scent and must and you know and and all that kind of shit. And you're like, yeah, exactly. When he's on the rooftop, I was thinking more Peterman, where he's kind of narrating and stuff like that. But when he's when he's uh, real life tick, like talking to Arthur and stuff like that, yeah, it's very much Adam West. He's like, look out, old chum. Where are we going? All that kind of shit. You know, it's like, yeah, there, there, it's Adam West. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what uh, Nick Cage tried to do in Kick Ass or Kick Ass. Uh, if I say it properly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it doesn't have the same ringtone. There we go. Have you seen that Kick Ass movie? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't exactly yeah. Kick Ass. <laughs> yeah. He was, when he was uh, Big Daddy, he, it was very much a um, Adam West parody. But they kind of ruined that because in that movie I thought because they addressed it they said like oh who's the guy that like killed all our men and shot up our, our crew it's like, it was Batman he looked like Batman you're like oh, you shouldn't yeah. be referencing the stuff that you're referencing like just people will get it or they won't and the people that get it will get it and the people that don't get it won't miss it just let it go um, yeah but this was uh, how do you say it Sarah I, I think it's Sarah Finowitz. Right, Peter did, a, <laughs> Peter did a good job, I thought, as with the Adam West, um, not impression, but because uh, he is a very good impressionist. I've seen him uh, do impressions on other things, but yeah, it was a good uh, homage. Even some of his body language and the movements, I thought, were very uh, West as well, which is cool. Yeah, he does a yeah. he does a ton of voice work. He's been in Rick and Morty. He's been in Adventure Time, um, and I guess he's from Liverpool and was in Shaun of the Dead yeah he's the first guy that come, well not the first guy but he's the guy they come across in the upstairs in the in the shower that just sort of dies and hassles um nick frost and he's in guardians too isn't it that's him isn't he the guy in guardians he's like bunch of what a bunch of assholes isn't that him uh From the Novacore guy i'm gonna look at him i have to there's the Novacore guys and when they're all in their um when the Guardians are on the, the usual suspects lineup. Oh, oh yeah, he's John C. Riley is like, Oh, there's Star Lord and Groot and blah 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 and then I'm sure that's Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, uh Denarian Saul or whatever, um Yeah, and he, he's the guy that's in the trailer. What a bunch of A holes and then um Yeah, he gets like blown up. He's he's the he's one who kinda the... becomes a hero at the end and dies, is that right? Yeah. That's... He's the one that wow. rockets get sad about because he's like oh i kind of liked him yeah well shit this yeah. guy's this guy's been in everything he's like i mean he's, he's no alan tudyk but he's in he's in everything <laughs> yeah i i liked i liked him in this but yeah we'll, we'll i'm sure we'll get to some 
the bigger problems I had. But as far as the Adam West thing and, and him being uh, that character and that kind of, yeah, I didn't have a problem with him in this or the uh, the tick in general as far as the character was. But, yeah, I'm sure we'll get to my issues when they come up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the, uh, I mean, I guess let's let's just get into it. I, I thought... When the when the first episode dropped, they've they've changed some things about your typical tick narrative. Instead of in the original tick comics and in the cartoon, the character of Arthur was just this accountant who basically was was bored off of his ass being an accountant, uh, wanted something new, and and happened to stumble upon this flying moth suit, um, and and he sort of. Uh, he and the tick sort of find each other and, and, and he, he commits to kind of being the tick's sidekick. But in this, uh, in the new iteration of the tick, you almost have this, it felt to me a little like Watchmen, how we have this sort of multi-generational mm, uh, no. super... <laughs> it, it, wanted, it wanted me to feel like Watchmen, but I, I mean, said... It was, Fuck you. I'm saying, I'm saying it, had, it had an element of Watchmen in the story where we have this like... This mm. this older generation of superheroes giving way to a newer generation of superheroes, but they're they're kind of inextricably you know tied up in the history and baggage of this previous generation. You're reaching. As, I I don't think I am. Yeah, I know he's saying. Yeah, that's what they want, but I don't think they accomplished it in any way, shape, or form. No, I think like the Incredibles did a better version of stealing from Watchmen uh, than than this. But I mean, yeah, the Incredibles did. You know, it, it was a it was a similar thing where you have this 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 history of of superheroes that's been around for a long time that informs the the way that the world is built. Nearly every major plot point in Incredibles, I can pretty much link it back to Watchmen <laughs> at some point. Just the whole plan from uh, what's he called? It's Jason Lee. Uh, Syndrome. What's the guy? Syndrome. Syndrome's plan is straight out of Watchmen, and even the fucking robot thing that he uses at the end. You have a look at that, and you tell, and you think about the end of Watchmen, not the movie, the comic, and you tell me what that thing looks like, and it's like, yep, <laughs> it's like it looks like the squid. So I don't remember. I got to go back and watch uh, the Incredibles. Yeah. Get the big at that robot, robot. The big robot thing that he uses at the end is like a big. It looks like the squid from Watchmen. And it's the same plan. I'll create a drama. I'll save the world. Well, it's a little bit different. But yeah, there's a lot of Watchmen in Incredibles. But yeah, I know what you're saying with uh, with Tick. It did kind of have that... Um, like, I don't know. I think that was one of my problems with the show, to be honest. Like, it wasn't any... It wasn't enough of any one thing for me. Yeah, it, like, it, 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 it wasn't well. like... Yeah, it wasn't too much. Of, it wasn't enough of a comedy. It wasn't enough of a... Like, it wasn't funny enough for me as a comedy. It wasn't sort of dark or, or fucked up enough as a like a, a Watchmen-style thing. And it wasn't... Um, I don't know, it wasn't sort of weird or wacky enough to be like a... Uh, like a Freakazoid Animaniacs thing like we were talking about before. Yeah, I, I just got nothing from it. I feel like... like what you wanted to get from it, it never delivered on. It never delivered on like anything more with the tick. Arthur just is he? There. Yeah, I. 
if we're on Arthur now as well, like I don't like Arthur. No. <laughs> <Is that? laughs> I'm like, what? And and so I think it makes sense though because if you're saying Tim that he's not like that in the other mediums, he doesn't have the whole father was killed when all the sort of the first round of superheroes were wiped out at the same time and 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 the I don't know what you call it obsessive compulsive disorder about the terror is still alive and all that sort of thing. Um, there's your Watchmen connection with. Uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, he's Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, Rorschach. He's Rorschach. Is, is a terror. Yeah. yeah, he's he's also a guy who's in fucking everything. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. Is that so? Arthur in this is not Arthur. Is he sort of Arthur in name only, or is it just he's a nervous sidekick guy, but he's a different nervous sidekick guy? He's a different then, nervous sidekick guy than than we've seen him portrayed before, and okay. usually, like he's yeah, he's just a guy who sort of makes the choice to become this superhero sidekick because he's bored with his life. Um, and, and in this one, like his you know his whole life has been dominated by you know, the fact that it was ruined in the conflict between superheroes and supervillains. And his yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying that his like when the show is about his mental health issues, it's kind of a drag. Like I, I found myself agreeing with nearly every other character whenever they had some sort of conflict or disagreement with Arthur. I'm like, yeah, listen to your sister. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, your dad, your stepdad is just trying to be nice to you. Like, there's a, like a Shaun of the Dead thing as well, you know, where it's like, he's not my dad. He's not my dad. And then sort of by the end, it's like, oh, yeah, he was my dad. Like, it's, I was sort of waiting for that moment. And it's like, this guy who's basically been the shredder because <laughs> he was in the second Ninja Turtles movie. He was. Um, can I? I gotta find his name. And Francois, something his name is. Um, uh, and no, Fra- Francois. Was, I thought the Shredder was Kevin Nash. No, the, yes. the Super Shredder, Jared. Oh. Oh, no, <laughs> uh, yeah, come on, come on, Jared. Oh, um, but yeah, the, the other thing that I recognized him from was uh, was he he was in Lost. He was Doctor Pierre, was. Uh, who, who showed up in all the Dharma Initiative videos. I marked out when he turned up on Lost too. Don't worry about that. Like, right. there's the shredder. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I just found with Arthur, I'm like, why am I, like, why am I behind this guy? He just, uh, I don't know. It got old. I and I was also watching it, thinking, wow, maybe they should have got the guy from Big Bang Theory to do this. You know, um, the little guy with the glasses the, who was the, on Rose. Uh... Leonard. Is he the main guy? I think is so. It, is that his name, Leonard? I think it's the name little is... guy with the glasses, and there's there's Sheldon. Obviously, everyone knows him, but then yeah, yeah. Um, I, think I, th- I, th- I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Johnny, know. someone. Yeah, him. I thought, oh, he would have been a lot better, but then I thought, oh, maybe he's too old because that guy's got to be like forty now, surely. This guy, Arthur, the, the, the guy who played Arthur, I'm just looking at IMDb right now, Griffin Newman, was in a 2014 movie called Butt Whistle. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good uh, description of Arthur in the show, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That works. <laughs> can, I, can I just interject as well? If you're, if you're listening to this show <laughs> because you're a massive Tick fan, I'll just apologize right now. <laughs> because I'm uh, like, Jared and I are probably going to shit on this like the whole way through, but and and, and but it comes from 
based on this show, not the tick in general. So I'm sure maybe the tick is awesome, but yeah. The show The Tick on Amazon is not. Yeah. Yeah, please but, when when you're leaving us an iTunes review, don't don't mention yeah. don't think about this episode. But, like the the tick here's what happened. So Tim told us watch the tick, it's great, watch the tick. So I downloaded it before flight and put when it because they broke it up into like a half season and a half season. So I had just enough to go on my flight. And I watched it on the flight because I didn't have anything else. And kind of forgot all about the tick and stopped caring until Tim a month or two ago started. Hey, well, we could cover the tick. Hey, you know, well, we could cover the tick. Hey, if you need a podcast, you know, we could always cover the tick. And despite Greg and I always finding something better to do, here we are. And so I watched the last six episodes and ooh, it was a struggle. Hello and welcome much, to Filler. Yeah, it's much like my um, my attempts for, uh, you know, we, we could always do Rocky. There's always the Rocky movies. <laughs> I, uh, let's be fair. I want to cover Rocky. We just need to find yeah. a good time for that. Like Creed 2 may be time for Rocky. Yeah, I think so. And we need to get Schlag and Danny on that too. So it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah, it was well. Yeah. Fuck! I should have gotten Adam or somebody who who has some frame of reference here because you guys are uh, <laughs> yeah, good luck just, with that. Just letting me down. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like don't get me wrong. I've had my mind changed on this show once or twice. Like Jack did. Jack did uh, help me see Luke Cage as a much better show than when I first watched it, and 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 helped me to sort of turn me around a little bit on it. But uh, yeah, the, the, this show is no Luke Cage. Let's put it that way. Yeah. No. It- I, I could I could make an argument that, you know, you could convince me that Suicide Squad was an acceptable movie more than you can convince me that this show is worth watching. Wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> but let, let's put it this way. You can tell me I can either watch Suicide Squad twice in a row or re-watch The Tick, and I'll probably watch Suicide Squad because at least it's got Margot Robbie running around half naked. There you go. And Captain Boomerang. That's why you really want to watch it. Clearly. <laughs> but yeah, so like we said, uh, yeah, I, it, it's not based on the tick. It's based on this show. So the, the latest show. So yeah. No, but anyway, no Tim, care. that's your that's your challenge, Tim, is to convince Jared and I to want to go back and look at more tick stuff. Yeah, you, you get twenty minutes. What can you what, what can you pull <laughs> off? Yeah, what else can I do? Well, for me, like while while this show is not, I mean, it's it's not as good as the as the cartoon series. It is significantly better than the uh, than the Patrick Warburton show. Holy shit! Um, how bad was that show? It was bad. There, there was there, there was only one episode of that show that I liked, um, and, and one one that I thought was funny was when there was this like I think it's called the funeral. It's one of the later episodes, and it's where they. Um, uh, there, there's this Superman type character who comes to town called the Immortal, and he he dies while having sex with Lady Liberty, and uh, the Tick and Arthur are sort of in charge of like escorting his dead body around town, in in sort of this it, it's kind of like a weekend at Bernie's. a weekend at Bernie's except for they they have this kind of invincible corpse in a body bag, huh. um, and and it that that one wound up being pretty good, and that was the only episode where I felt like they had a strong enough premise. The rest of the episodes really just felt like them sitting around a coffee shop. Yeah, so uh, the the tick show that you're talking about, the Patrick Warburton one, I just looked it up on IMDb. It has a rating of seven point nine out of ten. Yeah, well, look up the rating on this version. It's yeah, better. and 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 this one is seven point four. 
You know why? Because only Tick fans are taking the time to actually rate these. I was going to say, is this another case of where, like, is this another Tim Civil War case where, oh, the movie sucks. It's like one of the most highly regarded Marvel movies ever. And, like, I love Suicide Squad. Yeah. So, so let's uh, let's count. Tim likes Suicide Squad, likes the Tick, not a fan of Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, you're never likes, gonna. I've I've likes I've murder bats. I'm still yeah, I'm still I, I'm I'm still holding strong on murder bats. I've I've, I've, I've right. definitely softened on Suicide Squad. Nobody's ever going to change my mind about Civil War. Fuck that movie. <laughs> and when when and Iron Tom Jane, and Tom Jane is the punisher. And Tom Jane God, is the punisher. When Iron Man when Iron Man dies. In uh, Infinity War, I'm not going to shed a single tear because Iron Man shit the bed in Civil War. Oh, neither will I. Fuck Iron Man. Yeah. Don't fucking Steve was right in that movie. <laughs> I don't yeah. care what the fucking people say. I was, I'm fucking Team Cap anyways. Fuck, fuck Iron Man. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. I didn't want to be Team Cap going into Civil War. I, like, I liked, I liked Iron Man. Like, they fucking, they just like threw that character under the bus so that they had something for Captain America to fight. Because we, Tony's the easiest one to not like. I guess. Yeah. That's, that's we, really the thing. Is unless you're, you know, me. T- Tony is the one who's the biggest asshole that you don't really relate to. And Tony is the cause of 99% of the problems in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the cause of 99% of problems in the Unfunny Nerd Tangent Universe. It's a fitting correlation. <laughs> that's that's yeah. fair. Oh, that's what we need. We the, Unfunny Nerd Tangent Civil War. Yeah. It's every time Tim <laughs> Every episode is yeah. Civil War for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, we've made this a three-parter now, yeah. or multiple-parter, because every time there's a DC film, it's me versus Tim. <laughs> That's true. I'm kind of just like the guy in the middle. Going, yeah. Hey, it's all right, guys. Can we just be friends? <laughs> We're still friends. One of us just has horrible taste, Tim. Mm. <laughs> uh, right, well, Tim, I'm going to ask you a question about this Tick show. Yeah. You can tell me what it's about. Why isn't Tick the main character in his own show? I think the reason that Tick isn't the main character in his own show is is just because the, I mean they they obviously went with a story here that revolves around Arthur, and if I don't know for sure if Amazon is picking the show up for a second season, I don't know if they've announced that. I know they're Does, do enough people watch they're, it. Their their scheduling is weird. I mean it's I don't know with, with these with these streaming shows you never it's 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 even more opaque than old school television. But, I have to believe that they were not that confident in this. Uh, show since they split it up into six and six after a pilot basically it's been since 2016 to get 12 episodes no amazon amazon does the pilot thing with all of their shows they'll 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 make a pilot and unlike uh you know tv network like they'll they won't even air a pilot unless they've ordered more episodes oh, fuck me they did order a season two okay there we go why um, amazon i and, and my my hope is that is that it actually becomes alexa more cancel season two of the tech <laughs> ah, this is this is what one of those that? moments where Alexa just laughs at you. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's not even responding. She knows how bad the tick is. She won't even respond. Like apart from yeah, he's, okay, he's not. The, it, like to me, it sort of was like a Transformers deal, where like the Transformers are sort of supporting characters in their own movies, uh, in the Michael Bay ones anyway. Uh, this was sort of the same. Like Tick is just kind of like this guy there commenting on things. Like he isn't sort of the impetus to any anything happening. It's all sort of like the Arthur show, and then Tick is just there to kind of be like, 
I'll fight that guy. I'll I'll fall out the building instead of Arthur. I'll fall out the window of the building and that sort of thing. And, and like, even in the last episode, I was like, oh, fucking hell. Like, he doesn't even the one, he isn't even the one who stops uh, the terror. It's like, Superior just turns no, up he, again. Just... Tick, Tick stops the very large man. He shows up and he punches him in the toe as hard as he can. It's an epic moment. Yeah. It's this, it's but the, what does it's that the, do? The action, it, it stops him walking long enough for Arthur to detonate the bomb. Can we talk about the fact that they went with very large man and kept calling him VLM? Kind of, I, I didn't, kind of like I didn't BLM, Black Lives Matter, and he was coming to wreck the city. Like, oh come I on! Is, is, oh, I, is, I didn't is, put that together. I yeah. don't think I don't think BLM is is really a, is all that commonly used for Black Lives Matter. Yeah, it is. Like when I when I hear BLM, I think Bureau of Land Management. Um, I, it might just be because my wife is a lawyer. I don't know, but that, that, like, that might be. That's a. I mean, that's that's like what the abbreviation BLM I think stands for. But but I mean, that, I don't think it. I don't think there's any. Th- that was still a stupid concept. Intentional. Oh, we, we got this giant guy with his dick hanging out. And we're just gonna watch the video all day long. More watch. More Watchmen references. Yeah. <laughs> See. See. Watch out for the swinging dick. If, yeah, yeah. If nothing else, I, I think I've, I think I've proven that I'm right about Watchmen here. What wasn't he the carpet cleaner that turned into the very large man? Like for fuck's sake. It was a gardener. Yeah. yeah. When I I actually put a note down when that first came up and there was the news report saying like and uh, something about the this irradiated gardener that left and blah blah, blah left him with it. I thought, oh, is that the tick? Like, is that like yeah. a quick? I, I thought reference to his past, but what you have to what you have to understand about the tick is that he has he has no past he has no origin story he's he's just this like manifest superhero he just shows up and wants to fight crime and that's it and that's like one of the things that's sort of great about him is that he just like he just he is does. what he is and just yeah mm-hmm. and just and just does what he does and I, I didn't have a I didn't have a problem with that as far as like you know people will be like Ooh, you're one of these people it was yeah. like what the fuck about snoke i'm like yeah because but oh, i don't care that the tick like he's just the tick all right whatever but what i liked about the show is that the tick the tick really got concerned about this and decided like i i have to i have to figure out my origin story and he he thinks about um you know he spends an entire episode thinking that he's a robot after he fights a robot like that that was that was, that was funny i didn't i did i did kind of like that, that i was thought about that was the, quite funny that was probably the funniest thing in the show, which didn't even make me laugh much. It just gave me a, eh, okay, that's that's kind of humorous. <laughs> what was with the suit change? What's that about? Like that... the first episode, he's kind of in like this more like muscular sort of light blue suit. And then episode two turns up and he's in like more of a classic, from what I could tell, more of a classic tick outfit and more of a, a deeper blue and, and Arthur just says oh you look a bit different it's like right, moving on Do you I know that, what is I'm there a story that, behind that or I'm guessing it's the pilot versus the actual episodes yeah they just decided to make a change after the pilot they actually um, after they released the the first half or the, the the first half of season one they made some edits to the pilot where they've uh, they, they, they changed a couple of things for for continuity reasons but they couldn't go back and change his whole costume I guess and so they just they I, I don't mm-hmm. even think that I think it was a mistake to write it in the way they did I think they could have just ignored it and it probably would have been better but if you're doing something that this show's almost a parody of superheroes you might as well just make a joke just about just say like why, like why yeah. why just change your costume like what <laughs> you know I think, I, it, uh, I think it I think it works with the tick as well because he is just kind yeah. of like what 
I don't know what you're talking about. Like he's just, oh, and the other, all right, great. Yeah. Well, in the, <laughs> like, fine. It's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and in the, in the, um, in the cartoon show, people would always come up to him and say things like, like, what's with that ridiculous costume? And he'd be like, oh, no costume friend. I'm simply the tick. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was one of the things he said when he was talking about his, uh, his past. He's like, I have no memory of the last few days. I just know I'm the tick. And I'm like, all right, okay, cool. That works. Like yeah. It's just that, yeah. The one thing he knows is he's the tick, whatever that means. Yeah, he knows, he knows like, he's the tick. He knows it's his destiny to to fight crime yeah. and protect the city, I guess. And and that's yeah, that's what he does. So that's yeah. That was I. I there was moments where I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. But I I think you're right. I think he has he has the opportunity. I also like how um, in in the later episodes he was just geeking out after he read the memoir from the uh, from that the the talking dog midnight. Yeah, that was odd. He was just—he was like, that was—it was—it was really awkward. But I—I I thought that Midnight set up a couple of really great moments. One where he where he fought Overkill. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, that was. And good. then and then in the in the very last episode where where to congratulate Arthur, he he holds out his paw and tells him to shake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was that. That part was good. I I like some of that stuff with the dog. I thought to, that was sort of a... to to have like this really cheesy talking dog be like the kind of elder statesman of superheroes in that in that universe I thought was pretty cool. That's that's a moment in the show where they actually sort of owned they really owned the ridiculousness of it and was like where I was saying before like some of it wasn't it was sort of wacky but not wacky enough to really work. Whereas yeah, the, the midnight the dog was kind of that's more of kind of what I was expecting. It's just like, yeah, it's a talking dog. Yeah. Like that's well, that's what we're gonna do. And I, and I thought Overkill was another one of those characters, and I and I absolutely loved him. And you know, I've, I've complained about uh, the, uh, what's the fucking actor's name, the new Punisher. Oh, um, uh, John Barenthal. Yeah, John yeah. Barenthal about about his uh, about his Punisher. I, I feel like uh, what Scott Scott Spicer is is this guy's name? I, I, Scott like, Spicer. He's he's the the Punisher that we deserve um, as. <laughs> As Overkill, just you know, just being this really kind of over the top, like you know, gun toting maniac. And yeah, I like I liked him. I thought he was. I mean, I didn't love him, but I liked fine. him. I really liked. I thought the two best characters in the show was. Um, I, I liked Dot and um, and Miss Lint. I thought they were yeah. the best characters. I, I I liked the terror. I thought he was kind of a good villain. Yeah, for, for, for I didn't this, mind but... him. I, yeah, but Miss Lint was the one I thought was the best. Right. Yeah, Miss Miss Lint was pretty good. She was, um, yeah. This and and she's an original character I think for for this show, um, who has to deal with all the static electricity caused by her electrical powers. The, the yeah, interaction between her sweet. and uh, Overkiller, those were some of the better moments of the series. The, oh come on, There's, Janet. Yeah. yeah, you, you yeah. were in town for a couple of days and didn't even call me, didn't stalk me. Oh, I stalked you a little. Her ex-husband that just yeah the, swaddles in every now and then. <laughs> was like, yeah, this guy's just a complete a complete douche. But she was he was like he was some like marketing guy who used to work for the terror who like who now like she she just married him because the, she had nothing better to do. I was I was really disappointed as well because when Ramsey's first showed up on the show, I thought it was Rob Corddry, and then I'm like, oh no, it's not. That's oh, oh it would have been good if it was Rob Corddry. Yeah. 
But I thought Lint handled. I like, like I thought she sort of carried a lot of the show because she's sort of she she has the connection with Arthur and she's in then taking out Ramses and running the gang and then she's sort of the right hand man to the terror but she's kind of running her own thing in the background a bit as well and like betraying everyone and, and sort of double crossing everyone yeah she kind of was holding it all together like a lot of the plot sort of would um stem from from what she was doing so and the and dot i thought she got better as the show went on as well because when it started i'm like oh, okay it's just the sister telling him to calm down and not be like obsessive uh, telling arthur not to obsess over things and it's going to be one of those shows where it's like oh see your brother was right all along but then she just sort of embraces it as well and then kicks along and and yeah the whole thing with her and the sort of little mini triangle of her and overkill and and lint i thought was sort of that was yeah, pretty funny i thought that was really good when, when she when she's going to the range and firing his gun and um she she is not uh in in the other ticks i'm not sure about the patrick warburton show but arthur's always had this this uh, you know sister named dot who you know never quite fully embraces the superhero thing um and i think in most other media she's you know she's kind of frumpy and um i i don't even know you know she's like a librarian or something like i, I don't know what, what her what her job was but i i thought that like making her um making her an emt making her she, she does roller derby right is it Who, who's the actress? Um, no, the character in the show. Like, did, did you, was it? Oh, I don't know. I just, uh, maybe not. She she did something. I don't know. She she, she had some other. Para, she was a paramedic. Yeah, but but yeah, making her a paramedic and and um, you know giving making her like the kind of the person with the inside information on the operations of the pyramid gang and and, and things like that. I thought was a really kind of cool twist and gave her character more to do than just sit around and worry about Arthur because that would have gotten really tedious. I think as the show went on. Yeah. And I thought and, you, I thought you would like her as well because you could use her to reference Veronica Mars as well. Cause <laughs> it says here, it says here she was in Veronica Mars. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, oh. I don't know who this character is, but her name is Jane Kuhn. Is that it? K U H N E. I don't know how you pronounce it. That's who oh. she played in Veronica Mars, Tim. So, Jane Coon and Veronica Mars. Yeah, that's a, oh, that's a small part in Veronica Mars. Um, and I think she, I want to say she ends up, she's in the second season and maybe gets murdered. Oh, spoilers, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you, wow, yeah, I did not, I did not recognize her from Veronica Mars. Shame on me for that one. Now Tim is going to have to rewatch the whole series time and yep. time again. Yeah, or at least because the, there's a Veronica Mars die. At least season two. Thanks so, yeah, thanks so much for listening, kids, and remember, yeah. <laughs> I have to watch Veronica I, Mars yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what else the, do we have to cover on this? What else you got, Tim? What <laughs> Convince else? us. Um, I there were there are just a whole lot of little flourishes and throwbacks to the original cartoon show that that you might have missed I guess if you if you hadn't seen it. Um, you, uh, <laughs> we're we're telling telling us things that throw back to another cartoon, the old version. Yeah, do not make this actually better for people who don't like it. 
in in every episode of the of the original cartoon, there was this, and I I made a joke about it in the intros that maybe went over your head. There's this character called the Human Bullet, and and he was just he was just some dad like barbecuing with his family, and he'd hop into this like there'd be trouble, and he would say like fire me boy, and he'd hop into this giant cannon, and his son would fire him, and and then you wouldn't see him until like at some point in the episode like uh, he'd like crash into something in the background. He never accomplished anything, but he would. <laughs> He would just kind of fly in and, and crash in, and, and it was it was just it's this kind of joke. like what's happening for you on this podcast throughout the right season. Now. Yeah, I guess <laughs> trying to fly in and accomplish teaching, telling us that this show was worth watching and yeah. just crashing. So when the so when the tick launched himself out of that giant cannon on the on um, danger boat, I thought that was that was really great. Um, Can also, we talk the, about how stupid the danger boat was, like how bad of a that that was like the worst of like how nine thousand and Kit like. It was just bad. No, oh, I, it was K. It was K two S O basically. Yeah, like, I, 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 I fully disagree with that. I'm, I'm yeah, on board yeah, with. Yes, the the attracted to the character horny K two is basically what that was. The when the, the the culmination where the shower scene with with him and Arthur. Yeah, like that was that was great, and and, and how he's coming out to the tick. He's like, "Did you know that I'm a boat, but I identify as a male boat." <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind that. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> and they're like, "What's happened with the perimeter alarm?" Oh, but it's Arthur. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> overkill. Like, well, fuck's sake. <laughs> and and he was he was such a great foil for um, uh, for for overkill who like who never never relents in his just you know serious um, you know dour like you know Punisher parody. Hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't mind Danger Boat. So eh, there you go. Didn't work for me. <laughs> uh, with, what, with the terror though, is he? Is he? Uh, a, like, is he like a classic Tick villain, or is he? Yeah, he showed up. Soul? He showed up in the original Tick cartoon show as this like this storied villain who had you know had gone toe to toe with all the great superheroes throughout history but then when the tick when the tick encounters him he's like 90 years old and completely feeble and like can't really do anything because <laughs> uh, i thought when it started i thought oh, okay it's going to be like this wacky show where it's all kind of a bit of a piss take uh except for like the terror the terror is going to be like the legit like he's going to be sort of the one character that's kind of out of place in a sense because he is the legit serious scary murderous monster guy whatever he is but then he was kind of wacky as well i was like oh, all right then <laughs> yeah but he did but he did play the drums so for me that was pretty sweet he also made sure a drop of his piss was in every coke made by the cola company <laughs> yeah, yeah. here's here's the thing i thought i thought that that joke was racially insensitive because because the terror is not chinese and that's their joke i thought the whole concept <laughs> was insensitive because the popular drink was dr evil's thing in uh, with owning Starbucks. Yes, everybody who watches the Tick made that connection between uh, the Terror owning a cola, cola company and 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 Doctor Evil investing in Starbucks. You're right. That was a, that was a complete ripoff, and the Tick should be ashamed of itself because you're, that's you're, so obvious. You're, you're sitting here telling us how that's a ripoff of the Chinese thing to have a drop of piss in the cola. Yes. But, yes. So okay, so, Let's, so, we're gonna we're so, gonna just have a fucking poll on Twitter that says okay, which 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 would you like? Like, uh, I, 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 oh god, I can't even right now. Yeah, that's how I felt watching this show. <laughs> uh, what other topics you got, Tim? I got a couple of little more questions, but I'll 
Um, oh, I'll step on your notes. Yeah, no, let's 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 go ahead and let's go ahead and finish up your questions because. All right, what's Walter's deal? He turned into like Karate Man at the end there with the bag on his head and just kicked everyone's ass. I think they threw that in there. I think that's that's a mystery for season two. That's that's yeah because we're not everything gets pretty neatly wrapped up at the end of the season. The only thing that we don't know is like we we still don't know like where the tick comes from or, or if they're going to do anything more with his origin story. Um, but then also, you know, Walter, who's this like goofball loquacious stepdad, you know, he finally, um, he, he bonds with Arthur, Arthur a little bit, but not, not to the point where Arthur has like a, that's my dad moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I right. just thought it was because he was the shredder. <laughs> of course he, of course he can do karate. Yeah, and, and, and you might be right, but I think, I mean, I think he's he's going to have a, a bigger role to play in the in the second season. They've got they've got a plan for him, and that's why he's able to bust out all these kick ass martial arts, and and why he's not going to tell Arthur about it. Mm. I wonder if he's, I don't know, secretly one of the the original superheroes from from way back or something like that. That's retired or yeah something like that so that was that was kind of he was their sidekick he was the superheroes arthur's yeah he was yeah like he's the um he's the frozone of of this one where it's just (laughs) (laughs) never really he just had to hide and and stuff like that but um or the uh the night owl if we're sticking with watchmen (laughs) (laughs) Um, what else did I have? Oh, I did like that the escape pod was a little lowercase t. I did chuckle at that. I thought that was yeah. And fun. the I know the 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 big t spaceship was definitely a throwback to the original uh, Tick cartoon. The the mm-hmm. Terra definitely had one of those. But yeah, when it when she gets into the escape pod and just jettisons that little lowercase t, that was that was pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah, I, I did laugh at that. I thought that was quite funny. Um, there was, and yeah, like, I, like I while I while that, I agree with you guys that there, like I I would have liked to have seen more of that. There's it it still was pretty damn hilarious. I st- I still right. like I, I and and I thought the show got funnier as it went on, like the the absurdity kind of it, like it went from this, um, you know, not not quite a Watchmen like tone, but this very you know, very, very serious, very emotionally intense tone to like, it, it, it grew and grew into sort of more silly and more lighthearted as it went. And that's, that's what kind of won me over. I was a little skeptical at first, but, but by the end I felt like it was a lot more of the tick that I wanted. Yeah. I felt, I felt maybe they could have done the whole thing in maybe six or seven episodes. Just thinking back about it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not that few, but yeah, I don't know. It just seemed, it seemed like one big, movie in a sense and they just snipped it up into 12 parts which is fine it's a tv series but uh i mean all the marvel shows are kind of like that uh but yeah it just i don't know if i had to wrap up my feelings on it it would be it was okay but not it wasn't enough of any one thing for me to for it to 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 be a hit i didn't think it was like outstandingly funny enough i didn't think it was sort of quirky enough or, or, or wacky enough and and then it certainly wasn't any kind of sort of dark or, or fucked up take on superheroes type thing but yeah, mm. yeah. For, for me it just didn't hold my interest enough I didn't find anything that was a standout quality about it it was like there's just so much other stuff I'd rather watch than this it, it didn't do anything exceptionally well it just it was just kind of an absurd character and just no, none of the actors seem or were really 
interesting enough for me. Like everybody just was just kind of meh. Like it just it it just couldn't get me to buy in. Yeah, I guess for for me, I'm 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 just I'm I'm so damn happy that they've that they've they've, they've done another live action tick. I, I I thought that I, I thought that they had done it so badly before that I'm that I'm just so glad to see a fresh take on it. Um, I think that I think that it did it did a, a a passable job sort of bringing the tick into a more modern superhero setting, um, but. But I do, I do agree that there that I, I would like to see a story that is more, that is more about the tick and not just kind of having him in there as a, as a supporting character for all this other stuff going on. Do you do you think if I went back and watched, the some of the animated series now, I would have a greater appreciation for this show? Do you think that's a, that there's a an argument there or? or yeah, I or think I, I think that you would. I think I and and you guys might. It, it's. I mean, you're, you're certainly showing me that if if you're going into the show and don't have any prior knowledge of what the tick is all about, you're not going to enjoy it anywhere near as much as someone who does. Yeah, it seems like from what you're saying, it seems like it's kind of relying on a bit of a um, uh, like it's relying on people that already have that knowledge of the tick and Arthur and and that kind of thing. I don't, maybe it's not designed so much for um, for newbies. Like uh, for like me and Jared, yeah, that, that which is which is totally fine as well. There's nothing wrong with that. It may explain the ratings that it was for the hardcore fan base that really wanted this, not for mm. those people who were stumbling across it, and the people who stumble across it just go, eh, nah, not for me. And then the hardcore fans are the ones giving it, you know, the A reviews. Yeah. See, see, uh, and Tim, I'll, I'll throw your bone here with Watchmen. I think that's a similar case with the Watchmen movie <laughs> as well. I think if you've read the, the book and you're a fan of the book and then you watch the movie, I think you pro I think you would probably enjoy the movie because it's probably 85% of what the book is. Um, and I think that the Watchmen movie is probably like as close as the best Watchmen movie you're ever going to get considering the scope and the, the, the detail and stuff like that that's in the book but so I, but I think that most people that watched uh, the Watchmen movie and went like oh fucking shit or I don't get it or mm, it's stupid I think that's suffering from the movie on its own as opposed to having prior knowledge to it so maybe it's maybe it's a similar case yeah I, I don't know I, I, it's, I don't want to make that comparison just because Watchmen is kind of its whole other can of worms there, there are I, I don't quite understand all the criticism against Watchmen. I haven't read it. I, I liked the movie quite a bit, and and you know I had read the book going in, and it. I mean, yeah. it's it, it's the thing that Zack Snyder was was so good at doing at the time is just taking taking a comic book page like what Robert Rodriguez did in Sin City and just putting it up on the screen for you. You know, yeah, he's like not good at that anymore. Almost almost like panel for panel. <laughs> Zack Snyder not good at comic movies anymore. What, what, what Zack Snyder is good at now is 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 going on his own weird social network and teasing us about releasing his own cut of Justice League. Yeah, he'd be a very good like guy to still have in your team. I think like as your cinematographer or as your storybook book, uh, storyboard guy or something like that. But it's more uh, plot and substance is where he kind of is lacking. Where I think that's why if you look at his best movies, they're based on other things. Like the Dawn of the Dead is a remake of 
the original Dawn of the Dead movie and 300 is based on the comic and Watchmen is based on the comic. So the story is already there for him. He just has to adapt it. Whereas BVS, Man of Steel, um, Justice League, it's kind of like, I'm going to write a new story and do a new thing. Mm, eh, yeah, he doesn't not- really know how to... I- I don't know that he knows how to visualize new properties. Well, but even those, even yeah, those exactly. stories really, really borrowed very heavily from from the comics that they were inspired by. Yeah, if it, not helping your argument. Yeah. If it had been a direct adaptation of the Dark Knight Returns or something like that, it probably would have been okay. I think, but or a direct adaptation of, um, I don't know, some some Justice League story or something like that. But because it's, he he tended to want to use three or four different things and smash them all together. Especially for Batman v Superman, it's Dark Knight Returns, it's Death of Superman, it's there's a whole bunch of things in there. But when he had to do 300, that really worked because it's the comic book on the screen. When he did Watchmen, it's mostly the comic book on the screen. Um, I, I think that's yeah, I think that's his strength is adapt straight up adaptations, and obviously like his visual style is is great. But yeah, anyway. That's you don't, you don't think that the, the the tech also had that little that that element of the kind of you, you know the, this idea from from Watchmen that what's you know superheroes are kind of getting off on what they do you know you have that, yeah, that kind of psychosexual yeah. element with with Miss Lint and Overkill that that Dot has to kind of decide whether or not she wants to be a part of yeah a little bit yeah yeah and the and that was it's not done as well the 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 tick always sort of presented a very lighthearted take on that you know it's like why why would somebody want to put on a costume and get into fights um and, yeah and, and, i mean I, it is very hard to compare the two because obviously like watchman is as gritty and as sort of dour and 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 dark as it gets uh whereas the tick is meant to be like a fun uh, comedy show in a sense so yeah. Oh, and that it's was a weird. It's a weird thing to try and uh, homage when you're trying to make a comedy show. Like, oh, it'll just be like Watchmen. Oh, that really depressing, like gritty comic that people. It's it, yeah. They'd that was be better one... off trying to copy, um, uh, you know, Animaniacs or, or, or something like that. One other thing I didn't quite like about this version of the Tick was like they they just kind of because they could, I guess they. It had moments where they would pepper in gore, or they'd pepper in like uh, yeah, they drop an f bomb here and there, and it 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 didn't quite seem to fit, you know. Like I I, I want I I want the tick to be something that I could watch with my kids. Mm. You that know, seemed and, a bit excessive. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. I don't I didn't like when they when they said fuck in the X Men movies, with the exception of Logan, and <laughs> and I really don't like it uh, in the tick. Well, I don't give it a didn't fuck. it yeah. didn't seem any need for it really yeah it was it was sort of gratuitous yeah. it was it was almost it, it felt like it was there to surprise us it's like whoa they just they just said fuck a third time in this episode like this it was weird the first two times and it's it's still weird you know welcome to streaming <laughs> television yeah and even overkill like you could have him killing a bunch of guys without all the gore like he you know he could be slicing guys up and stuff with his swords and knives and stuff and they just you just don't see the wound or the blood or anything and even the guns you know you just you can shoot in people you just they just fall over you don't have to see bullet holes and yeah it was it was all and stuff it was all a little unnecessary and that and that added to 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 this idea that they hadn't really quite figured out what the what the tone was going to be and what, what the tone mm. should have been the whole time is this 
you know, this amazing slow motion shot of the tick jumping through the air and then punching a giant toe as hard as he can. Yeah. <laughs> like that, like that, that to me was, was the moment where it kind of, you know, it, it, it kind of galvanized, like figured out its identity and it didn't happen until the end of the season. And that's why I think, I think there's a, there's a good chance that we're going to see some more interesting stuff in, in season two, which I guess has already been no, we won't. green light. You know why we won't? Won't be watching it. You're going you're to cancel your Amazon because they carry NRA TV? No, I'm just not going to watch the tick. Greg, are you watching season two? I don't know. I'll have to read Watchmen again. I'm <laughs> 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 trying to decide uh, whether or not I have to watch The Punisher for you fuckers. So, uh, yeah, you, yeah. Yep. you owe us now. I, I guess so. <laughs> that Crocodile Dundee episode. That's going to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Well, um, I feel like that, that just about does it uh, for, the, for the tick. Um, I have to apologize to our listeners that I couldn't find better panelists for this one. Uh, <laughs> I apologize for our listeners if you decided to see the title, watch the tick, and then listen to this. Okay, apology accepted, no. Jared. No. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I had fun. <laughs> yeah, well, th- thanks, Greg. <laughs> uh, I, I did too. Wait till we get to wait till we do an unfunny. Watchmen show and uh, yeah, Tim will be going. Let's just that was just like on the tick. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's basically the same thing. And that's, it was just like on the tick, except yeah. done well. <laughs> yeah, he's blue. Doctor Manhattan's blue. That's right. It's true. It's all. It's it. it, it, it you get, you're, you're connecting all the dots here, man. You got the whole Rorschach. got the whole Zenith conspiracy kind of. theory uh, corkboard. You know, all the all the yarn is connecting now. Yeah. Wait till Negan turns up in his cap, uh, in his comedian outfit. Then we'll, uh... Oh man, no, he's going to be—he's going to be Flashpoint Batman. Let's not forget. Yeah. Uh, watch the fuck out of a buddy cop movie with Negan and the comedian. <laughs> I can just, make it happen. It could just be like can we just have like all of uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's characters riding around in a car at once? Could we could have Denny from Grey's Anatomy and uh, yeah, why, Dad why not? from Supernatural? Fuck yeah, all together. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah. and don't forget, he gets to be the next murder bat. He does, that's but there's he, a reason yeah. for it, and it makes sense in the story. He's so more, it's fine. It's murder... not just Bruce going, "Fuck it, stab." Yeah. Speaking of speaking of uh, inappropriate things to show your kids, man, I, I I watched the Flashpoint animated cartoon with my son. Yeah, and that thing that thing ends with like one of the goriest scenes of any. <laughs> Where like where you just you know, it's and, and, and I'm, I'm spoiling it and I don't care but you see like uh, um, is is he reverse flash or is it zoom I don't remember he's both yeah, yeah okay but uh, but you see you see zoom like taunting uh, the flash who he's beaten and then uh, and then all of a sudden it's his his face just explodes and you see Batman behind him through a hole in his fucking head in a in an animated movie oh yeah wow yep. It's a winner. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you do murder bats. That's that is that is that is yeah. That's that's fucking murder. We'll bats. cover that. We'll cover that on one of our bat dads episodes on Jarrett. Yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna have to now. Away or something. Yeah, <laughs> when he's watching Tick season two. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we're going to... Mouth that. <laughs> now I want to make an episode just to put Jared through it again. You don't um, realize I can just sit these out, right? I'm not <laughs> obligated to be here. I'm here because, because making fun of your <laughs> beloved cartoon is actually fun for me. Did you think about that? Uh, yeah. That's all right. Know. We'll find something that I love that you two can shit on, and we'll find yeah. something that Jared loves, and we'll shit on that. That's all right. You well, that's, that's every time I love something. Like, yeah. Dreidels or something. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Fuck Dreidels. Dreidels dreidles have stood the test of time. Dreidels okay? fucking Let's... suck. You know how hard it is to spit a fucking dreidel? Those things are fucking awful. I have, I have ne- I've never in my life met a, a, a Jew who actually likes dreidels. No. My, my kids, like, they learn about dreidels in school, and they're, like, all stoked about dreidels. And, like... No, nobody who is really Jewish kids know they fucking suck. Yeah. Like straddles <laughs> at all. It's not a shape designed to fucking spin. That's like how nobody drinks Fosters down here, something like that. Yep, that's true. <laughs> or calls them, or calls them shrimp. They're fucking prawns. True. Shrimp. But but one thing one thing that is is absolutely true is that everyone in China knows the joke of putting pee pee in coke. That's that's a very old. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, more on that when we do our yeah. breakfast at Tiffany's show. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> talk about like racial stereotypes oh, and otherwise like uh, otherwise um lauded movies. Yeah. Get on that, Ricky uh, Mickey Rooney. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about either, look it up. Look what's his name in the movie is it Wong or something yes. oh man yeah, if, yeah. if you know anything about about racial about bad racial stereotypes in movies you should know Mickey Rooney and know Tiffany's. Tiffany's. yeah oh. Oh, it's that lovely movie that's perfect yeah except for this one glaring right. omission yeah but 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 Audrey Hepburn is so perfect and it, it makes up for everything yeah. and, of course. And, and, okay. and so you have a poster of it in your house um, oh man if you can still stand us follow us on Twitter uh, I'm at Tim Ogni. Uh, Jared is at Superjuice75, and Greg is at Greg, G R E I G T 13. Um, and of course, uh, all roads lead back to at the Steel Cage and thesteelcage.com. Uh, you can read more of our stuff on unfunnynerdtangent.com and follow the show at unfunny and tangent. Um, while you're visiting our websites, don't forget to. Check out the links, uh, Amazon, WWE Network, WWE Shop. What else we got, Greg? Uh, SteelcageShop.com. The SteelcageShop.com, where you can find... Uh, I'm, right now, I am wearing the uh, Royal Team Purple Steel Cage shirt. It is super soft, super comfortable, and I don't like it anywhere near as much as my Mon Milfma shirt from the Unfunny Nerd Tangent, which is the Commander-in-Chief of soft style the senator of soft style and many Bothans died to bring her to you please check it out and uh, yep that, that that does it for episode 43 for Greg and Jared I'm Tim and remember kids isn't sanity really just a one trick pony anyway I mean all you get is one trick rational thinking but when you're good and crazy <laughs> the sky's the limit
Yeah. That's, the, that's the kind of that's the, the kind of rant team. that you get from. Uh... <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> now we we can tease the show as like being like a train wreck and stuff, and just yeah. being like, "Watch our shit on Tim's fucking oh, favorite man. thing." <laughs> it really, it really is a train wreck. Fun, funny nerd tangents. <laughs>